What's up, my beautiful honeys? I am here, change of pace in my own house this time. I uh, decided I wanted to do some sort of small little reviews for movies that I've just seen, and I'm just doing it solo. I'm flying solo. I'm flying solo. So we'll see how this goes. I'm probably just throwing it into it way too quickly. But uh, yeah, I've been seeing a lot of movies lately, and uh, started wanting to talk about them and. You don't have the opportunity to do that when you're with just a ton of people all the time, so I thought it would be pretty interesting and a really good test for me personally as just someone who has trouble sort of speaking to sort of sit down and just talking to a microphone about stuff that he thinks is cool or not cool. Um, and I'm doing that in the form of uh, film reviews. So this will go up on the... Uh, it'll be in the list of the No Degree sort of uh, episodes, but... It's going to be more, it's going to be way shorter, and it's going to be less than, uh, it's going to be less about sort of impact and stuff, and more about sort of personal opinion on a movie. So I hope it can be a little bit interesting, I hope I can give a good insight for you guys on what I like, what I don't like, what you think you might like, and maybe you should go see. So yeah, uh, I just saw Mid-90s, directed by Jonah Hill, written and directed by Jonah Hill. Um, I'll give my thoughts on that in a second. What I want to do first is talk about sort of some of the some of the upcoming film trailers that I saw right before I um, watched the movie. I saw this about, let's see, I think I saw this four days ago. So I've had a little bit of time to sit with it. Um, I'll have some interesting opinions on it. But let's get into these uh, trailers first before... I start talking about mid-90s. Um, first up, we got Bumblebee, the new Transformers movie. Um, I haven't liked any of the Transformers movies except for the first one. Uh, they're just all big cinematic, if you ask me, piles of garbage. And um, they just don't really offer anything other than sort of a flashy spectacle of robots fighting. And if that's what people like, that's what people like. I mean, they've been selling amazing every single one. Um people love going to see him i personally it's not my cup of tea but bumblebee on the other hand looks really cool um i think i really like it because or like how it looks just because he actually transforms in this one uh the transformers recently have been sort of just kind of like dissipating into weird blobs and then forming as whatever they're transforming into and i really like seeing the machinery sort of warp and sort of you can watch it happen on screen i think that's really cool um, I'm kind of looking forward to Bumblebee. I'm not too hyped on seeing Optimus Prime in the trailer. I was hoping it would be sort of a smaller, sort of just Bumblebee versus one of the Decepticons sort of deal. Uh, I saw Star Scar. Ugh, I can't talk. I saw Starscream in the original trailer, which got me hyped because he's actually a uh, fighter jet again. And um, I was hoping it would be just a Bumblebee versus Starscream type deal, but it looks like it's going to be a whole like war for Cybertron. Maybe it's like a side battle or something. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it looks pretty cool. I, I'm excited to see if it's going to be a nice change of pace or not. Um, next up, we got The Favorite by director 
Yorgos Lanthimos. I have been crazy about the last two films that I've seen by this guy, which are The Lobster and Killing of a Sacred Deer. I thought they were both excellent movies. I, th- I think Yorgos has a very... Uh, you can definitely identify his movies by style. His movies are like crazy and weird, and they're hilarious at the same time. The guy's a talented dude, and this new movie looks pretty insane. Looks like a little bit of a departure from his uh, traditional works, because the last two movies I saw by him are fairly uh, utopian, or dystopian, I apologize. But this one looks more just like a period piece, rather than sort of a crazy universe. I guess Killing of a Secret Deer wasn't very dystopian, but The Lobster for sure. Um, but this one is set in the 1800s, I believe, and it looks like a period piece. It's got Emma Stone. Apparently, I was listening to a review of it. Apparently, the I can't remember her name, but the lead actress is just does an amazing job acting, which is going to be cool to see. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I hear it's a really cool spin on just like actual history, which should be really interesting. Next, we have Green Book, which looks really good. Marsa Hala Ali. I don't know how to pronounce his name ever. But he's a really he's one of my favorite actors. Um, I really enjoy all of his work, especially in like Luke Cage, Moonlight. Um, he's never really let me down in terms of performance, which is really cool. I don't really know much about the story that it's portraying, but I feel like it might be interesting. Sort of just like a little slice of life movie. Um, next we have Boy Erased. Um, very prevalent film in this social climate. I feel like it's going to be a really cool take on sort of dealing with the issues of homosexuality and what that means in a climate. Um, very politically relevant movie. Um, look, uh, it's got Luke Hedges in it, which I'm not very hyped about. I think he's one of the weakest actors of actors of this generation. And uh, But this, the, it looks really, uh, looks really riveting and it looks like it's going to be really intense. It's got Russell Crowe and um, Nicole Kidman, which definitely will, if Luke Hedges like takes away from the performance at all, they'll probably bring it back. Um, yeah, it looks pretty good. I'm excited to see that one. Um, after that, we've got Shazam, which, in a world that's crowded with superhero movies, um, Shazam looks like it's going to be at the top of the list. I'm pretty excited to see this one, especially since it looks like the first good movie that DC is going to put out. Um, they have been missing the mark on every single movie. They've been just trying to rip off the MCU, and they've been trying to just do what everyone else is doing, trying to rip off Dark Knight Trilogy, and it looks like Shazam might actually be a movie that puts them back on the board. It looks like it's going to be a really good way to make humor integral to the plot since it's just a little kid that turns into adult. So you have an excuse and a reason to make all those silly jokes and stuff. Um, it looks good. That's, I'm pretty excited to see it. I hope it redeems DC because their movies have just been trash lately. Um, so hopefully it brings it back. Um, speaking of coming back, we have Ben is back, another movie with Luke Hedges. Um, it seems like a guy that's struggling with uh, drug abuse and gets in with the wrong people, and he goes back to live with his family. Um, this one looks really cool. I don't know much to say about it. Uh, it looks like one of those movies you sort of have to see, but the, um, it looks like it'll be an interesting film. And last on the trailer list, we have The Beach Bum with Matthew McConaughey, which looks absolutely insane. <laughs> looks like sort of Dazed and Confused meets um, the older generation, which is, I love Dazed and Confused, and that's the vibe I got from the trailer. Um, so, again, not much to say about this one. Sort of looked like a uh, another just little slice of life movie. Looked really cool. 
Um, and with that being said, let's get into the mid-90s review. So mid-90s, written and directed by Jonah Hill. I respect Jonah Hill a lot. I think he's a great actor. I really enjoy pretty much everything I've seen him in. 21 Jump Street, uh, This is the End. Um, the thing is, I've mainly only seen him in comedy roles, even especially on his appearance on SNL. And to see him direct a movie that was so... I don't know if serious is the right word, but so sort of, um, it has a very low-key vibe to it, which I was all about when I saw the trailer. I thought the trailer looked amazing, gave me just enough to see what was going on, looked just about a kid that was trying to find his way, um, and that is what this movie's about, and um, I did get that sense, but I'm really disappointed to say that I didn't like the movie that much. I didn't think it was very well directed. I don't think Jonah Hill did a very good job writing it. I think the writing was really weak. I A lot of stuff that they did just sort of seemed very convenient for the plot. And I don't really understand the point of the movie. Um, yeah... It, it was about just a little kid trying to figure out who he is and how he's going about life and dealing with a violent older brother and a distant mother. But other than that, nothing really happened in this movie. Like, you see him go to a couple parties. You see him go try to skate. You see him make a few friends. Um, it didn't really click with me. I feel like some people could get a lot out of this movie that I just didn't get. I, uh kind of sat through the whole movie just like man I there's there was no arc I guess is a good way to put it there's just nothing really at stake and you sort of was just watching this kid sort of go about his business and a lot of people I think might be able to get enjoyment out of that but I personally did not um, some of the things that were really good about it though the aspect ratio um, was not a traditional 16 by 9 it was a three by four I think might have been a little bit wider than that maybe a five by four but um it made it feel like it was out of the 90s uh which I thought was really cool it made it definitely felt like I was watching something that was taken straight out of the mid 90s which I guess was the point um the problem with that is it didn't seem like it was set in the mid 90s it just felt like it was no, that was bad. How do I say what I'm trying to say? Uh, it, uh, it it felt like it was from the 90s, not about the 90s. The title mid-90s just wasn't very important. And I wish it had more... You saw stuff like PS1 and Super Nintendo and CDs and Sony Walkmans all around. But other than that, you wouldn't have been able to really tell that it was set in the mid-90s. It could have easily been in a different time period. There wasn't anything really except for sort of just props and background that signified that it was set in the mid-90s. So I, I'm, cu I'm curious to know why Jonah Hill um, put so much emphasis on the time period. And I haven't looked up any interviews or anything about this, so that very well might be answered. But it just didn't really feel like it was about the mid-90s. But it did very strongly feel like it was from the 90s, which maybe was the intention. Um... Cinematography, uh, when the movie first started, I thought the cinematography was incredible. They had a really cool shot of sort of a hallway showing um, each character's room 
well not each character but a couple characters rooms that I thought was really cool sort of established the setting of this house that the main character had grown up in really grounded you to this character um, but then as the movie went on the cinematography started getting just slowly and slowly more average it never got bad I never noticed anything that was shot poorly or edited poorly but uh, nothing really stood out as like man that's a great shot um, it sort of just sort of so <coughs> excuse me sort of just showed stuff happening and uh, none of the shots really meant anything at least I didn't pick up on it on my first watch it was sort of like man this movie I just kind of watched it happen and I didn't feel much at all there was sort of an intense scene at the end where um, spoilers they get in a car accident but the scene didn't hold much weight in and of itself the uh, intent of it was to show that um, these friends that uh, Stevie had made, the main character, were going to be there for him no matter what because he was the one that got hurt in the crash and they all were there waiting for him at the hospital after his mom had sort of uh, made him not hang out with him anymore. But uh, the way the crash was set up was it just wasn't very strong and I don't think it worked very well as a plot device. Um, Again, I just didn't really feel anything from it and I wish that there was more of that in this movie. Like, you could do so much with a kid learning about how life works, and there just wasn't very much of it in this. There was some. I'll give it that. There was some, but it could have been a lot stronger. Um, the acting, on the other hand, was incredible. I think that's easily the best part of this movie. Um, there was not one weak performance, and speaking of Lucas Hedges again, he was in this. He had a minor role, but he was in it, and he had the best performance I've ever seen from him. It Everything seemed really genuine. He played this sort of really angry character, um, and it all seemed really legitimate. And I have to commend him on that role, because I, in other movies that I've seen him in, especially sort of like Three Billboards, um, his performance just wasn't very convincing. And I, when I saw him in this movie, I just went, oh, shit. Uh, we got to watch this guy again. And then he gave a really good performance, and I was very surprised, very pleasantly surprised. And But even more so, the child actor, I can't remember his name, um, but whoever played Stevie was incredible. Like, Jesus, like, how do you get that good acting as a kid? Like, he, there was a scene where um, he screamed at his mom for sort of... Um, his mom took him away from his friends, and he was upset about it, and he was yelling at her, and it was insane the amount of emotion he could put into his voice and his face at that young of an age. It was crazy, man. He did such a good job. Very impressed. Props to him. Um, the, those were the two act, actors that like stole the show. The skater gang kids, sort of, they did a very good job as well, especially the guy that played Ray. Um... The guy that played fuck shit, he probably could have done a little bit more. Um, I think he was probably the weakest performance, but it was still good. Like, it was all good all around. Um, yeah, it was a very average movie. Um, it wasn't bad. I would recommend seeing it. as If anything, for the aesthetic of it, uh, it definitely felt like it was out of the 90s, and the performances were really good. If you think you'll enjoy sort of just watching this kid, this little part of this kid's life play out, I would recommend seeing it. Um, 
But other than that, there's not much to get out of this movie, at least not for me. It might just be m- me personally, but I I really don't know. Um, I feel like maybe it's just because I was so excited to see it, and it since it didn't live up, then uh, that's why it sort of didn't feel that great to me. I'll give it a 6 out of 10, um, which is still a good score. It's a good movie, um, but it could have improved on a lot of things. Um, that's all I gotta say about it I hope this was a little bit entertaining I hope it gave you a little bit of insight into this film Um, I'm gonna do these uh, as often as I can if it turns out well I'm gonna play it back now (laughs) and if it hopefully it sounds alright but uh, yeah thank you guys for listening this is the first film review on this uh, show And I hope you all have a good night.